And for our fragrant week, we have a special edition of Likes. We've asked the guests on this week's Culture File Debate, which is coming up tomorrow tea time, to invent for us their ideal Christmas scents. Smells they love, but currently aren't available in perfume form. So this time, writer Harold McGee, neuroscientist A.S. Bowich, perfumer Maeve McCurtain, zoologist Matt Cobb, and activist perfumer Olisa Cohen share with us their imaginary perfume likes. Anybody, if the first one to put up their hand up can go first. No hands. Uh, I'm Jewish, so I don't have an answer to the Christmas question. <laughs> so, Hanukkah, well, come on, what do you want about Hanukkah? You can also do your Hanukkah. Accent. I don't know, they're not such, they're not, I don't feel like it's an exchange, you know? Like it's a very different holiday. I mean, the smell of latkes is like pervasive. Like we would go to, because Hanukkah is at a different time every year because it follows the lunar calendar. So I remember my mother would make latkes and then we'd go to school and we did, all the kids knew, like that's what you had last night for dinner. It's just the cook, the fried onions and potatoes and yeah. So you, you would, you'd like a bottle of that. <laughs> Hope Maeve is paying attention here. There's a market. <laughs> For potatoes and fried onions perfume. <laughs> uh, and Sophie, would you like to have a go at that? It would be something food related indeed. Um, it would be in particular for days on end simmered red cabbage with speck, which is kind of this uh, white stuff of the, the fatty stuff of the bacon. And you've got raisins and apple and a bit of vinegar and salt and pepper. And you just simmer it until it looks deep dark purple and that of course at some point encapsulates the entire flat and you've got this mix between cold and hot uh, fat of either goose or, or pork and with some salt and so these are the kind of food smells very German um, and I, I miss them I, I gotta say the food aromas there's something about them that I really really miss. And would you wear that though? <laughs> That's the key. Well, involuntarily, if I'm in Germany, <laughs> all your speaking of it kind of permeates your clothes. I do smell like it for a couple of days. And what I used to do before Christmas is I visited my cousin and we did a full on, you know, pork knuckle uh, dumpling, potato dumpling feast uh, where I think I ate my body weight in German food. And you had to have some schnapps in order to just survive. But the next day I smelled of it for the entire day. You could tell I was out. So I, I suppose there's, the question is, would I do it voluntarily? Who knows? <laughs> it seems like all of these things are going to reinforce Harold's point that there is this continuum between food and smell anyway. Harold? I experimented with perfumes when I was would, writing would, about them and um, ended up not being a, a perfume wearer. But the way you put the question got me to thinking, of course, of uh, Christmas time and smells and so on. And I, I've lived for the last uh, many years in California, which is relatively warm around Christmas time. I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, which were very cold around Christmas time. And one thing that just immediately came to my mind was the the smell of the outdoors when you leave the nice, warm, cozy house to go outside, uh, which I would do to look at the stars if it was a clear night, uh, which is part of the reason I started the book with, uh, with uh, a look up at the stars. Um, I miss that, that cold, crisp, um, really hard to describe smell of going outdoors when it's, you know, zero degrees, 
um, having left the the warmth of the the house. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what that would be like to to wear. <laughs> what do you think but, the molecules are? Good question. Good question. I I'm not sure that it really has to do with any particular molecule so much as what the that rush of cold air is doing to the cells in my nose. That that one may not be marketable. Matthew Cobb, what would be that that scent that you might wear at Christmas or at this time of the year if it existed? Well, there's there's an episode of uh, Seinfeld in which uh, Kramer comes up with the idea he wants to market the smell of the beach he calls it the beach the smell of your arm after you've come back from the beach and it's all salty and wet and so on so i can't i couldn't do that because manchester's miles away from the beach but it was so um, anyway who goes swimming in winter lots of people around here sturdier than i am <laughs> uh it would have to be something uh associated with uh, the the christmas tree i think and that that resiny piney smell but I guess the problem is if I was to wear that, it'd probably smell like toilet cleaner. So it'd have to be something very, very subtle uh, and not, you know, pine smelling. But I think if, if I could capture that, that smell and uh, quite faint and also the smell of the cooking, as Anne-Sophie said, probably something to do with raisins and Christmas pudding and then the burning of the, of the brandy as it catches fire. A mixture of all those things. I, I might wear but probably only on Christmas Day. Maeve McCurtain, you're actually the person who, who possibly could sketch out all of these for us. Uh, what, what would you like to be bottling at this time of year for, for definitely for wearing purposes? Actually, it's interesting what Harold was saying about the crisp uh, autumn evening. That's one of my favourite smells as well. I've often thought about that. If I was to capture it in a fragrance, how would I do it? You know, when you step outside and just when I got home to Ireland yesterday and I stepped out, I immediately had that same smell again. You know, if you look up in the... I think it's often when there's a starry night, you know, and it's that cold air and it's just, it's really lovely. Um, the scent that I'd love to have is one from the past that we can't have any longer, you know, like maybe one of the ancient Egyptian fragrances like Kifi or Metopion. I think we can try to recreate them now, but I'd love to have one that was made at that time, you know, with the wine and the honey and the and just the richness of that and to, to be able to bring something like time traveling, bring something back from the past and wear that. You'd smell like the gods and surely they can time travel. <laughs> yeah. The imaginary perfume likes of the guests for this month's Culture File Debate. And that team will regroup for the Culture File Debate Smell Special tomorrow, Saturday at 6.30pm, here on RTE Lyric FM.